Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Jeff Thomas, Lucy V. Freeman, and our Executive Director, Cooper. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. We began the week with Leonard tearing his hair out watching Coronation highlights with Jill for the seventh time. As a bit of light relief, he's helping at a repair cafe while worrying that he's not funny, presumably because Sykesy is supposed to be. You can't compare yourself to Jasper Carrot, Leonard. He's a stand-up comedian. Professional comedians make terrible boyfriends anyway. Give me someone who can mend a clock radio any day. (laughs) David went over to the Bridge Farm Coronation Illumination to experience electricity. (laughs) Helen was being reluctantly interviewed by a journalist about the illumination, so she talked about cheese instead. The journalist was understandably bewildered, so asked the photographer to take a picture of David. Look normal, David, said the journalist. Pardon, said David. It was Bob a job week, or the big help out, or whatever it's called. A bit deeper, Ardil, said Linda briskly. Blimey, I'm not sure that was what was required of the big help out. <laughs> Linda had her mind on other things, though, vetting the acts for offensive or unsuitable content. Sadly, she wasn't weeding them out for being howlingly dull. <laughs> Helen and Krusty were making honey cakes and lecturing people on Spain. <laughs> Lennon and Eddie were telling the sort of jokes that turn up on Radio 4 Extra when they've run out of absolutely everything else. Freddie announced his intention of putting together a list of what he described as Swedish bangers, which made it like sound like he was going to stream Babe Station live across the bull. In short, Jazza and Tracy's wrestling for Azerbaijan sounded like the English National Opera in comparison. Tracy then bounced Jazza off the sideboard for saying she looked like her dad. This, yet again, was one of those episodes that you really hope was no one's first episode. If that was your first episode, just pretend it never happened and start again. I'd suggest June. Joy went round to eat the cakes that Helen made as part of her presentation and Jack promptly saw someone nasty in the woodshed and Krusty plummeted out there to chase him off, only it was Mick looking for pussy. To calm her down, Helen and Krusty decided to watch a film that, judging by the soundtrack, was some sort of Scandi horror flick that was exactly what Helen needed after leaping skywards in panic. Linda forced Gillian into having Ardil to stop him going to the county hotel, which I bet is miles nicer, without Linda shushing everyone at breakfast so she can hear Radio 3 and shouting at him for singing in the shower. Ardil played a blinder, hitting every single one of Linda's insecurities so successfully that by the time he returns to Ambridge Hall, she'll be offering him the full English with oral sex on the side every morning. <laughs> Freddie Slasher Pargita has a penknife. The controversial slavery painting has been slashed with a penknife. A new trustee called Brandon arrived to investigate, who, because it's the archers, I immediately started to pair off with various characters until I rapidly discovered him to be a prog rock bore with the sort of estate agency voice that suggests he's overly interested in talk. Anyway, 
He managed to inflame an already somewhat febrile situation so intensely that Freddy Freddy renounced his birthright on the spot and has decided to become a postman. (laughs) Lily, meanwhile, leapt out of a privet hedge just outside, shouting, Hurrah, my time has come. Get out of the way, Freddy. Meanwhile, Jazza was being hit by a car. It's lethal walking anywhere in Ambridge. Nick Grundy did a three-point turn on Matt Crawford. Mark Hebden drove his horse into a car. Helen nearly got mowed down. Alice zip zipping around three sheets to the wind. And now Jazz has been backed over. Considering they have a green agenda, being behind the wheel of a car seems to be the only place to be. Must be like living on the edge of the Nürburgring. Erin's <laughs> coming over. She's swimming over the Irish Sea with her little catfish flins, fins flapping away. She's coming over to England for a hen do. In a total reverse of the tradition, so she'll be coming one way while a million screaming women in pink glittery sashes holding inflatable willies pass her on their way to Dublin. Rylan, hands down, wins best celebrity guest Ambridge has ever had, largely because of his ability to read a script and not sound like someone setting fire to his trousers at the same time. And the last scene of the week, the biggest and best con trick the BBC has ever pulled. They have managed to get Rob Titchener into every episode for the last fortnight without paying the poor sod a penny. (laughs) He must be sitting there at home, staring dully at his phone, just waiting for them to actually call him. But why would they? Helen, Krusty, Joy, Pat, Tony, Lee, and all of us are already seeing him and hearing him in every scene. Scriptwriters, you naughty, evil geniuses, we love you. The end. I loved tonight's episode. I did too. It had everything. Oh, God. Celebrity had, had nonsense. Real acting. Real acting from celebrity <laughs> nonsense, yes. When Ryland turned up, uh, uh, you know, when he was like this sort of cockney geezer in a. I, I in, thought, who's that? He sounds dodgy. Yeah, me, no, I, I actually thought, oh, I wonder who this bit part actor is. He's actually really good. <laughs> and then it wasn't until he said, it's Ryland, I, I, I was like, oh my God, he sounds, he sounds just very, very natural. Well, this is ridiculous, but when. Um, Ben, it was Ben, wasn't it? When yeah. Ben said, oh, I know who you are. I thought he'd said Brian, not yes, Ryland. Because I'd completely forgotten that yeah. Ryland was no, coming. No, he said it, the, the Ryland came out a bit Ryan, didn't it? Yeah, so I thought it was Julian Ryan Tuck back again. <laughs> playing. <laughs> and I thought, I don't remember him. He sort of sounded estuary. He didn't sound quite that East End. And then I thought, oh my, only me could muddle up Ryland, Ryland with Julian Ryan Tut for crying out loud. Anyway. It's a shame it's radio. <laughs> then it would be much easier to understand if it yes. was on the telly. We'd be able to tell who people was. Yes. <laughs> but it was just so, it, Ryland was so natural. Yeah. No wonder they gave him a good few yeah. scenes. Because, I mean, that was the best cameo yeah. ever, wasn't it? Yeah. Just total. He's such a, he's, I, I love, I loved him before. I liked, I really liked him from X Factor. I've liked him sort of being, you know, telly guy. I've seen him at a few corporate stuff. Oh, we saw him together, didn't we? He's mm. always good. Then on the Anton Dex booth thing, it te- you could tell he was just such a nice guy. And then the fact that he's just like actor of the week in the Archers it just made him love me even more. He is It made so him talented. love you even more, did it? That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> made me love myself. <laughs> even, if it's possible, even more than I already do. But... I mean, <clears throat> he's such a talented guy. Mm. But but I, people who are self-confident like that, I think, and just, you know, people who just sort of live comfortably with themselves mm. are really good actors because they're not, they're not, they're just not trying hard, are they? That's the difference, I suppose. I think, I don't think he is comfortable with himself, is he? Because he talks a lot about, 
plastic surgery and his hair and oh, his well, teeth. I, do, I mean, to be honest, Lucy, we haven't had a chat for a while. So, oh, I see. Well, that's, I'm just saying what he told <laughs> since me. Since I, I met him on know. that corporate, he didn't remember yeah. me like he did with Mick. <laughs> As if. Anyway, yeah. But I, that, that, what happened what we said happened yeah he went to joy's because mm. she's got a, i mean mick basically even said what you said she's always got a, a spare yeah. room made up and you said it would always smell of fabric conditioner. Yes. i bet it does yeah do you think, think our sketches are now like prophecies <laughs> is that what we're doing now well it's just getting harder and harder isn't it to sort of to pastiche the archers because mm, it they're gets doing it so well themselves. Exactly, exactly. It's annoying. <laughs> we can't compete. <laughs> Go back to the drama. <laughs> but then to end, because I thought there's no way they'd bring, yeah. um, especially after the false alarm this week, I thought there's yeah. no way they're going to. Um, well, did you think the... when he said about the car, <clears throat> was, yes, it, but... was it Ryland that ran? No, it wasn't Ryland that ran over Jazza, <laughs> but was it, it... Rob? Yes, it could have been, couldn't it? But then he'd have scarpered when they called the police, wouldn't he? He, he would have. Uh, Rob was a classic hit and run. He wouldn't stick around. And also, didn't it just turn out that that storyline was because of electric charging mm. and then it triggered Ardil to... Oh, my God, mm. Lucy. I'd had, I, 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 I audibly gasped. When Ardil said it's my wife's anniversary. I know. Oh, Lucy, I just, I can't bear that I've been so mean to Ardil <laughs> for all this time. But you, you don't have to be now because now he's got a point. And you said there, when you always said, you're so clever, Lucy. You always said his fun, when his story comes to light, that it will explain everything and... You you said that didn't didn't I'm you? I'm not you said... sure. There's a lot to explain. <laughs> anyway, no no no. But we can forgive his yeah his act because he's acting a brave face. He's been acting a brave yeah. face, and he's put a shield. Yeah, he's put a glass pane, hasn't he, in mm. front of his body, mm. and he's sort of you know got that fixed um, fixed smile and jolliness mm. because he doesn't want anybody to see the pain mm. in his heart. It made me so sad. Mm. Never mind. Even the way he sort of like just held it together when he yeah. was talking about her. Yeah. And didn't break. That was And it very was so Ardil. nice that it was Lillian as well. Yeah, she was, she's... Because normally so it would sensible. be Linda for that sort of thing. Yes. But Lillian, in a way, you'd... Because you know she wouldn't blab. When she said, no. oh, yeah. darling, don't be silly. I won't tell her so. Yeah. And you, you thought, no, I know you won't. And... And also she'd been through it. She'd been widowed early. Yeah. And, when yeah. I lost Jenny, I was like, come on. Mm. And then I forgot. And then she was like, no, but actually, I was a real widow as well. <laughs> so I was like, losing Jenny's not the same as losing your young wife. No. <laughs> but um, but I but I hadn't seen that coming. Mm. And I think it's going to be a real... I'm really interested in seeing Ardil's journey from now. So where will he get his consolation, do we think? Lily's boobs. Li- Lily or Krusty? Didn't he? Didn't he get it on? Wasn't he? Wasn't him? And didn't him and Lily have that? Yeah, in the choir. Taming of the Shrew thing. Mm. He hasn't. Has he had chemistry with Kirsty? No, but everyone else has. So you I know, know we always say, "Oh, Kirsty." Whenever yeah, there's a she likes them a bit rougher, doesn't she? Well, she likes them a bit more Scandy. A bit more Danish. Mm. Um. Yeah, I think. I think him and Lily. I don't know. Actually, Lily's so busy now, isn't she? Acting but it would be perfect, though, because Ardil's experienced in running 
things and oh, Lily could take over a lower yes. Loxley, she'll she... marry him and then he'll marry Perfect. into the... Perfect. Mm. Perfect. Do you care that Freddie's nope. not... No. <laughs> also, I thought Freddie was about 28. I can't believe he's not even 25. Yeah. And also, <laughs> well, when he was crying, I was thinking, oh, pull yourself together. Oh, I know. I've worked really hard, yeah, exactly. Mummy. Have you, Freddie? <laughs> Have you just mostly been playing with your it's dicks? Like, it's like when children say, I've been good for the whole morning and no one has noticed, so I'm not going to bother being good anymore and I'm going out to break the window now. <laughs> Freddie, put your pen knife away, yeah. darling. Come on, I, that's not the... That's the but do you, do you think... Um, do you think they're doing Cluedo with us a bit? Because... First, we had Pat in the garden with the gun or whatever. <laughs> now we've got Freddie in the library oh, yeah. with the pen knife. Do you think they're placing all these weapons in front of us? So Oliver's going to start taking an interest in candlesticks <laughs> soon. Yeah. We'll see Joy walking around going, I've just found this machete. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then there's the cheese maker. It's got a big blade on it. Because da, 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 who killed Rob? <laughs> It I've must put be leading Rob up to that. In the pot with the whey, and I've turned him into cottage cheese. <laughs> maybe, do you think maybe Russ slashed the painting? Oh. I thought it was the magi- What did he call that lily painting? I can't remember. The, oh, horrible old cow. Vitriosa or something. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah mm. mean bitch. Anyway, uh, I just thought it was a really cool week. I did. I loved it. So much Very, fun very stuff. well written as well. Very, very well written. Yeah, I No totally clangers, agree. nothing wincy apart from a lot Paul of Tracy's laughing at that appalling sketch. Oh, no, I didn't mind that. Lucy, I laughed at that. <laughs> I <laughs> loved that. I loved it. I loved it. Really? Yes, because, because I think she was laughing at the... Wasn't she just laughing at how ridiculous Leonard looked in his uniform mostly yeah and the sort of and the, I think if it had been Eddie and one of his sort of geezery mates it wouldn't have been funny but the mm. fact that it was you know Leonard being so, so you know straight I, yeah. I think I think that gave it a bit of charm but I, she she sort of had to do the break and then come back in laughing again and I thought <laughs> oh god she must be thinking but oh, she, when is uh, this scene but over? actually I think her laughing made it not awkward oh really okay yeah because actually I thought she sounded quite genuinely tickled and I think and I don't know I, re- I just found the whole spirit of this week really yeah lovely and I and I re- and I loved it when Leonard was going Am I, am I funny, Eddie? <laughs> no, you're a lovely man, David. Leonard. That's yes, no then, isn't yes. it? You went, David you're was going, always you're, punctual. You're um, reliable. Uh, yeah, make great soup. Uh, <laughs> but am I funny? Jill says you're hung like a donkey. Um, yeah, I mean, we can't, we don't all have to be funny then, Leonard. So I'm not then. That's what, you know. I just really thought it was a really, yeah charming week yes i agree topped off with the drama at the end yeah do you think it'll just be um helen it'll be who is this who is i just wanted to book some tickets for the illumination (laughs) sorry i'm having asthma attack (laughs) i don't think it's a false alarm do you no i don't because they can't do it again no they're really they're doing the equivalent of whatever sort of you know 
teasing is uh, with um yeah with with the drama with the yeah mm. it's dum, they, dum, 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 yeah they can't they can't keep doing it too much or we'll just start to go oh god you know but what but i think in a way the funniest part of this week was how boring Kirsty's she uh, what Spanish tortas de la abuelas. <laughs> Poor Kirsty this week had the most boring. Yeah, she she just came across as even even Kirsty is annoyed at how nerdy she was this yeah. week. and when she said to Helen after they'd started that film and they got two minutes into it, and Helen had. <laughs> glazed over completely and she said i know what you need and i thought yes take it to the pub or let's get a really good glass of bottle of red or something and she went hot chocolate I thought, oh, the thing is helen with hot chocolate is the the biodiverse chemicals in the cocoa will it's really good for your gut biome <laughs> and at the same time we can do another rehearsal of our our abolo making because even Augustus. Helen went, oh, God, Kirsty, not another answer. But Helen, I really think we can win with this act. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she bloody will as well. <laughs> but I, maybe if, I, if Ryland thinks it's all ironic, they might, yeah. they might win. Yeah. Um, one of my favourite bits as well was Harrisman's total desire yes. to be elsewhere <laughs> yes. and not. So when she... when. Um, uh, when Tracy was there saying, I'm really sorry, we won't be able to do the Azerbaijani entrance. And he sort of went, don't worry about it, love. <laughs> like, could I give less of a shit? I don't... No, but then he did go, do I really walk like that? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And then he had to have a go a moment. He had to go and have a moment, didn't he? <laughs> what, with swinging my arms? <laughs> there was just a lot of, there was a lot of comedy, wasn't there? I don't know who the writer was this week. Kerry. Was it? Oh, think, Kerry, Kerry. It must have been. Well, tonight's definitely was. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure. Must Because it was a, a funny week. Shall we have a look before we say that? Because we might be oh. wronging somebody else. Well, I looked on, fr- on Friday. Like today, it says Kerry. Oh, okay. Then it was Kerry. Well done, KD. Oh, do, does, does the script... I should know this. Does one scriptwriter have the whole week? Yeah. Uh, so it is Kerry then. Mm. Oh, so they definitely. Oh, I didn't. I actually didn't know that. I didn't know they did week by week. Yep. I suppose they have to, don't they, for consistency? Yes. And arresting. Oh, I love the arches now. <laughs> I mean, I always have. But one good, one it good does. week in your back. Yeah, it I know. Does, you fall in love with it all week, over again. Yeah, last week was mm. was you know. Come on, let's be honest. But it had to be. It had to be a bit dull, didn't it? Because it was. Yeah. Uh, we can't Oops. be tick. We can't be. What's the, you know, that thing where you can't always be on a high? Uh, you have depressed? to come down, don't you, yes, to go up okay. again? So, yeah, yeah. We have many, many, many emails. Okay. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you to um, everybody that came to the Patreon. It was much fun. Sorry about that. At the Eurovision. Well, it was my Sorry. fault because you could have come to the first one I and I cancelled it. Come, because I could have come, but then no I went voice. to see Guys and Dolls. Which, if you live anywhere near Tower Bridge in London, you have to go and see. Especially if you love musicals. My favourite song from that is the one about uh, uh, um, having a cold. A poison a can poison develop a cold. Can develop a cold. <laughs> like rip. Like rip. Yes, she's really good. The Adelaide in this is really good. She's not... She's more... What's quite interesting about this... Are you interested in Guys and Dolls? Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, the hot box where she works? Yeah. It is a hot box in this production. Oh, okay. She's much sort of a, she's a sexier. Okay, so she's like a sex worker Adelaide. more than a. Well, no, I would say a sex worker. Okay. <laughs> Just she's very, um, she's less to it up. What uh, you know, she's less a sort of dame and right. more a more a sort of um, foxy lady. Okay, yeah, but it's really, really good. And if you go, you have to get a standing ticket because you're right in amongst the action. Wow! And then at the end, you dance with the cast. Well, I saw the photo. You sent me a photo of oh you in the God. hot box. I mean, like they basically had to get security to remove me. <laughs> I just couldn't leave. Could Miss Carmichael leave the stage, please? Carmichael, <laughs> off the stage. Thank you. I loved it. But obviously, had I not been there, I would have loved to have been at the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to say I was thinking of you guys. No, you weren't. <laughs> but I just not couldn't a take second my thought. eye off uh, Sky Masterson. Oh. Yes, he was really stunning was he well you know the thing is about those musical theatre people when they sing love songs how can you not fall in love with yeah. them yeah yeah I'll know when my love comes along <laughs> yeah, yeah. and also that I mean was it was it sort of um 40s dress yeah 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 because exactly. I think that's yeah. amazingly flattering for men it as is. well yeah and they all had really nice shoes because mostly my eye level was at their shoes because <laughs> I was on the I was standing. That's because you're it, really, really small. <laughs> and I'm small. Some people got to go on the stage <gasps> no. and basically be part of the... Did you not jump up and down and shout me, 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 me? Yes, me. I did. And that meant mm. they didn't choose me, Lucy. Oh, you should have looked I looked aloof. too keen. Okay. Yeah. So they thought you were potentially psychotic and had some sort <laughs> yeah, of knife in your hand. I'd just join in. Yeah. At one point, I actually thought my friend, Nigel, who I think you've met, had become part of the cast because I lost him in the crowd of theatre goers and the next thing I knew there was this sort of Nigel lookalike dancing in the Havana thing and I thought wow when did he know the moves (laughs) sadly it wasn't him anyway you must you must go darling okay must go sorry back to the emails uh yes right here we are oh seconds out for round one are you right good zoom it was a good zoom yes it was a good zoom uh and guess who turned up well, I told you so. You, you don't told me. Me. Yes, because I went. <laughs> and I messaged you the second it had finished. So, uh, unexpectedly, uh, and he's a naughty little secret squirrel because he just put his name as uh, Zoom user rather than Ryan Kelly. Nice. That's which what was Robert what he did. really was. Yes. He didn't go, hello, Helen. Um, <laughs> hello, Lucy. It was very, very lovely to see him, and he was such a laugh. Oh, that's so fun. And he sort of popped up at the end and we all went, Woo, it's, it's Jazzard. Did you do a quiz? And then I said to him, are you all right? And and are you going to get married? And he said, yes, I am. I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> and then he, he said, I'm talking about me, not Jazzard. And I said, I know. I know you can't tell me about what's really going to happen. He was very irritatingly circumspect, I think. Is, is, the... is the wedding in a couple of weeks? I can't really work out when no, it is. I don't know. I don't I think know. It's a bit I can't longer either. away. Well, she said by then, yeah, didn't she? She just yeah. said you'll still, you might still be in a cast yeah. by then. So it's in the next few weeks, basically. Mm. Yeah. Poor Jazza being drop kicked onto the worktop, or whatever it was. She did. Very weird. It was all no, a bit weird. The, the wrestling. I mean, yeah, a bit <laughs> odd. Yeah. No wonder Brad was. I loved those bits as well. <laughs> 
with Brett. He's like, no, not here, no, I don't Not with know. my mum. And then he said, did he say he's gross? And then she said, well, you know, it, other people do this. And he said, not on stage at the village hall. <laughs> very, very good. Um, right. This is, ah, let's start with mm-hmm. start <clears throat> what the hell the is happening beginning. here. Oh, yes. So last week. Uh, oh, yeah. Did we know? We didn't. We weren't we didn't sure know. why they were it making it. It was the red icing. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. The red and icing. you thought it was Kate and Will's wedding. Yes, I did. And I was wrong. Oh. Uh, David Wright said, mm-hmm. I am guessing that the clip wasn't from a royal occasion, but was when Ambridge was twinned with Meruel in France. Clary was oh. bonkers about it and went over to France with the Ambridge organising committee, then organised a reciprocal visit to Ambridge for them. The red, white and blue colouring referred to uh, would be the tricolore, not the Union Jack. Clary also had to go at patisserie and Eddie christened her creation Delice Clarice, clearly a while <laughs> before Brexit. But, lovely theory, David, but wrong. Oh. Yes. Um, it was actually, Stephen Bowden got it right and said, the cake thing was from the Diamond Jubilee. When Clary tried to get the village to bake 60 cakes to celebrate 60 glorious yards, because that's what the Queen would have wanted. Clary came up a little short when Jennifer and Ruth dropped out at the last minute, but luckily Jill had half a dozen spare lemon drizzles to make up numbers. So it must have been the middle of 2012. Oh, right. I don't even remember there being a jubilee then. And that was the correct answer. Wow. Yes. There's been so many jubilees and coronations and all mm. sorts. Um, so 2012... Yeah, so Olympic here. Right. Uh, Stephen says um, <clears throat> he is in constant awe of the professionalism, coordination and rehearsal that allows you both to come across as so totally enveloped in chaos consistently each week. <laughs> it's a tough act to pull off. Nobody it, loves it, a smart ass, Stephen. Ha, 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 ha. It's just the weeks get busier. They do. The to-do lists get more stressful. <laughs> I'm surprised. I I'm su- surprised either of us make it to the microphone. <laughs> yes. yes, there's always a, a faint night. sense of astonishment that we go oh, Friday again. <laughs> Blimey! Oh, completely. Yeah. I can't believe it's Friday. Friday again. Yeah. Um, okay. So he that's also good said, despite all the build-up, I don't think we're going to see Rob anytime soon. There's been a no. lot of talk of Chekhov's gun, but I think that it is more like this curious incident, the curious incident of Chekhov's dog in the night not barking. So he thinks we're no. not going to see Rob. I think we are because I cannot, I think there will be a rush on Broadcasting House. Yeah. If they don't. Because we want Rob. We, well, we want we Rob. We sort of want him for a very short time and then him to be dead. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And we then want. we want the murder mystery. Yes. And Freddie will get banged up. I love wrongly. your, um, I love that Cluedo idea. Yeah. Well, Chekhov's gun is in the Well, in the how, how many more? People have weapons. Oh, these farmers have guns lying yeah. around. They have heavy machinery. There's millions of farm accidents every year. And the car hit and, there's been a lot of hit and run. Yeah. Not another one. No, that would be, there's been a lot, hasn't there? there? Really but actually, I think maybe your theory about, no, 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 we've discarded that, haven't we? Well, it's good, yeah. Uh, who knows? But I hope that's the direction we're going in. Yep. Um, uh, Terry says, I assume that Natasha's leap into Kumraig was simply a reminder that Welsh is her language, first language. And when things get emotional, her default lingo. She found yes. it easier to express her feelings for Tom in her native tongue. I totally agree. It's like in musicals, 
the reason musicals work is because when you can't express yourself in words anymore, Lucy, you just break into song. Are you telling me that when you and Rufus have a Barney, you Always. start singing at him? Always. God, he must hate it. I hate you. I've hated you for such a long time. You could do it like Sondheim. Well, I notice that you have not put the dishwasher on again. Plink, 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 plink. <laughs> And you said it was your turn to take the bins out. <laughs> <laughs> That's, we always, we can we converse in song. <laughs> Who's moved my keys? <laughs> <laughs> the domestic opera. Um, and, uh, oh, he says also, illuminations in Welsh is goloidau. Goloidau, that's a great word. Mm. Which I probably Got, pronounced uh, wrong. I would say coronation illuminations. Or do they not have a word for coronation? They probably don't have a word for that. Coronation godaidao. Golaidao. Oh, sorry, Lizzie. Sorry. I don't I've know what you said. It's probably something we need. duvets for my studio today and now they want them back. So <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <coughs> Has half your studio just wandered out of the door now? <laughs> With a lot of pyjama little people oh, going, Mummy, I'm tired. I feel very vulnerable. So there's nothing, nothing surrounding me. Um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Sorry about... <coughs> oh, how is your poor old cough? How was your... Ch- did you have... Was it bad this week then? That's yeah, why you it's couldn't just, do Monday. It's because of the long COVID. Every time I get anything, oh, it turns into a chest infection and stays. For oh, a very so, long time. So annoying. It is. Anyway. Shake um, it off. Shake it off. <laughs> Blimey, Sorry. I hope people are ready for a musical week. I'm not sure they are, but anyway. <laughs> Tough is what you've got. Um, Michael Gorman, the doorman, who's now given up trying to pretend to us that he's not really yes. a dead no, doorman from Agatha Christie, yeah. said, I know a man whose given name is Kenton. He's an American oh. from Ohio. He looked blank when I asked him if his parents had associations <laughs> with the Bakerloo line. Kenton is said to be of old English origin and means royal settlement, King's Town. Oh, that's mm. interesting. Shula, so it must be in always, ne- yeah. Shula always sounds hippy-dippy to me, but it's yeah. a Hebrew name meaning peace. How presumably oh. parochial Midlands farmers came up with these names in the last century is beyond me. Well, Kenton, I suppose sort of works doesn't it with their patriarchal farm mm-hmm. but Shula mm. oh that's actually a really beautiful I wonder if it's in then. the Old Testament maybe um Miss Carmichael's belief that Kenton is a real name because it is in the archers reminds me of a story of Thomas Hardy in old age who was uncertain of the spelling and exact meaning of a Wessex dialect word and looked it up in the Oxford English Dictionary it was there but the only citation was one of Hardy's early works <laughs> <laughs> They could have combined Linda Snell's cheese motif and Jay Elliott's latest wizard scheme to create halluminations. Oh, very good. Very good, Michael. Excellent. Very, He's very our good. resident Jimus, I feel. Yes, Michael. yes. Yeah. I feel slightly in awe. Uh, um, I'd, <laughs> I, met, I read out, I'm going to really annoy Matt Bromhead today. Sorry, Matt, again. Uh, he messaged and said, you don't need, he messaged two weeks ago and said, there's no need to reply, you've already made my week because I wrote back to him. Because he said about um, about uh, Fabrice going to Brookfield B&B and thought, oh, blimey, David's not going to like this. <laughs> so then I read that out and then he said, oh, thanks for the unexpected shout out. My Aussie wife and daughter were equally confused, embarrassed and amused. Great show as always. Harriet's microphone was up to 11 stupid. <laughs> oh, oh, God. 
It probably is today. It isn't though. It's because you're you're not in your normal studio, so it, no, but it's also funny. because my um, headphone my I can't hear through my headphones properly. Oh, it's like having a bad cold. Oh, with my where headphones. You, you feel like you're underwater a little bit. Yeah, mm. but it's not my headphones. It's, I think it's my interface. Okay. But anyway, it's so boring, Lucy. But if anyone is like an engineer or something and wants to help me, just get in touch. Thanks, because <laughs> I don't want to have to buy another interface. No. Anyway, sorry. So somebody help Harriet. Somebody help. Yeah. Um, Robin Winning, who's our legal correspondent. Wouldn't that in... be great? I wish I was called Robin Winning. Oh. Mm. Rob. Lucy Rob. losing, I am. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, she's a resident American legal, legal correspondent. Um, she says, I'm writing to defend, I'm writing for two reasons. First, to defend my beloved San Francisco from the stings and arrows of the New York Times. Yes, it was quite Quoted harsh. to horrifying effect in your most recent episode. One needs to keep in mind, she says, that the New York Times is famously anti-California in its coverage. It's an East Coast versus West Coast thing. I assure you, Lee and Helen will have a delightful time visiting Girardelli Square, Golden Gate Park, the Golden Gate Bridge, Colt Tower, our many museums, and only a few miles away, hiking in Point Ray, Muir Woods, Golden Gate National Park, and whale watching. They will not be visiting the blighted tenderloin or south of market neighbourhoods where Whole Foods misguidedly placed its supermarket. <laughs> On a completely different topic. I love the fact that she's blaming Whole Foods rather than the people with the big knives. But anyway. On a completely different topic. Despite risking another smackdown from your barrister person... I would like to weigh in one more, t- it's like LA law this, in yeah. one more time on the piss poor estate planning practices of the Aldridges. I was actually surprised at your general support to Brian's none of your business response to his children's queries about the contents of his will. It is a highly recommended pra- practice <clears throat> that you divide your assets equally among your children and communicate the contents of your will to your children, provide copies of it to them and make sure they know who the executor is all before you die. Because it's really hard to do it afterwards, I'd imagine. If you misguidedly decide to be more generous to one child than the other, or worse, to write one or more out completely, they should be informed when the will is drafted. In the US, the courts do not look kindly on unfair wills, and litigation by the offended party is likely to prevail. In France, it is literally illegal to disinherit a child. I know the Aldridges rely on Brian as an agent of chaos, but there's plenty of scope for that without him doing stupid things with his estate. So... Wow, mm. it's illegal to disinherit a mm. child. But he hasn't oh disinherited God. anybody, has he? <clears throat> well, he hasn't no. actually said what he's done. Thing is, though, it's a bit awkward, isn't it? Because if you if you want to give one kid more than the other, you don't want to. You don't want that stress. You don't. Want the, if you, then you have to tell them, then it's a nightmare. Just yeah. when you're dead, you don't know. Yeah, like, you know, you just on your deathbed cackling away <laughs> at them. Exactly. At the upheaval <laughs> they, just let unleashed. them deal with it. Yes. <laughs> Unleash the well, dogs of war. Well, you yeah. should have been nicer yeah. to me. <laughs> Serves you all right. That's what you're going to put on your tombstone. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, Maybe Jane, sort of the way Alice, like, yeah. Anyway, whatever. No, they Alice. Just weren't, got... Well, they weren't. They didn't. They weren't particularly respectful. I didn't think. No. They should have just gone. Oh God, of course it's none of our business. Mm. But you know, anyway, whatever. I don't care. Um, Jane in Cornwall. Yeah. said, I am listening to your podcast while trying to cut out fabric for cushion covers. I keep laughing out loud and there might be wonky cutting as a result. 
It was a relief to hear that so many us found last week confusing and involving a huge amount of belief suspension. I feel like my brain sort of glazed over with the occasional bout of anxiety over a potential appearance by Rob. My compassion for Helen is like a wave, increasing when she can't cope with any touch, but then reducing again when she's controlling with Lee. Uh, yes, a bit irritating really, but it's okay because I could go back to snooze mode with the rest of the episode. But this week was so much better than that. It was yeah. not that anymore. And it made me realize how good it can be when it's not like it was last week. And yeah, and mm. we've definitely said, it, I'm, like, I'm having deja vu saying this, but we do need those slow weeks yeah. to really enjoy these, yeah. these um, fun weeks. Yeah. Oh, you know, lots of people listen to us while breastfeeding. Oh, and when they're, so when they're up cute. in the middle of the night with small babies, oh, I feel really flattered. Well, because... we're also now being used as a contraceptive, apparently. Oh fuck! This oh. is from M Johnson, who I'm said, not sure. "I'm not sure I feel so flattered." I apologised to my husband this morning for being too tired for the sex last night. <laughs> he told me he couldn't get into the mood anyway, as I had quote that podcast on with the two women wittering about the arches. <laughs> Beautiful stuff, she says. I'm so sorry, Em. Or maybe not. I mean, maybe you weren't up for it. Anyway, and you just used us as an excuse. That's fine. Should we do a special episode, Lucy, for them? Because we can do heavy breathing. Yeah. We could get um, Matt to do uh, Je T'aime. music. Do, 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 do. Hello, do, do, do. Lucy. <laughs> you could oh eat God. those little Italian biscuits um, seductively. Well, I was crunch. Did you hear me crunching crisps? I did, yes. Oh, no. Mm. I turned away mm. so that you wouldn't hear, but you heard anyway. Mm. Um, you I'm- could eat those seductively without choking on the crumbs. Yep, smashing. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling really uncomfortable now. <coughs> um, well, I... <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, there isn't a podcast to get you in the mood, though, is there? No. Well, there probably is. There must be. Is there a porn Well, I dread to think. Podcast? I'm not going to go looking for it, certainly. There's my dad wrote porn, but that's not really that's no. funny, isn't it? I don't no. know. If, is there an erotic one? I mean, if there's a market for it, Lucy, <laughs> I'm up for I it. I am not heavy breathing with you for hours. <laughs> we can remote record. I mean, we can record separately mm. and then get um, Jeff to just stitch it together. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, can you Im- can you imagine us going? So, did you get that thing from Waitrose? Did they turn up? Oh, come on, Ron. Oh. Oh, dear. My friend d- did a phone sex line thing. She, did um, she as a as an actress? Yeah. Wow. And she did used to do the ironing while she was. T- <laughs> oh yeah, it's so smooth, baby. Mm. Shiny, silky, oh. But she said, what was really sad was that a lot of the blokes were just ringing in to talk. They didn't actually want to do anything else because nobody listened to them. Oh, it's probably because their wives were listening to podcasts with annoying Mm. women talking about... Which the arches. (laughs) (coughs) Terry White again says, since when did Penny Hassett have a town hall? Um, I don't know. I don't know either. What was actually Penny Hassett was mentioned this week, wasn't it? It was because they'd stolen the Eurovision idea. But wasn't Leonard doing something? He was doing. Oh, by a... the repair shop. 
Oh yeah, he was doing his repair shop. Thing and was at, that in Pennyhasset? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I quite I quite like it when they sort of talk about visiting other villages or talk or talk about the fact they have a life slightly outside Ambridge. I I wanted to know who Leonard's friends were at the repair shop, and did you not? <laughs> they, you what? Well, when he talked about going to the helping out at the repair shop, I just thought, oh, I really like hearing about the li- the life that happens yeah. in the other villages. Yeah, it's quite fun, isn't it? To know it makes it all the more real. It, it makes me feel unsettled. Actually. I don't like it when they go outside the village. <laughs> don't go, Leonard. <laughs> Come back. They've got rusty tools. Yeah. there. Stay here, Leonard, where we can all keep an eye on you. It's like the prisoner, I think. You know where the you you, know, you don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking Other about. people will know. Anyway, um, this is another one about Kenton. This is from Jeff, different Jeff, um, who says uh, a very quick email before I cycle in the rain onto the ferry to the Netherlands, where I will spend a week cycling in the rain. Wow, lovely. Oh, that's apart from the rain. That sounds fun. You might remember me as having the uncle who received a letter from his Anne Churchman, oh, yes. who played Grace, to reassure him that she hadn't died in a fire like Grace Archer. Yes. Well, if you asked if anyone knew a real-life Kenton, I do not, but it transpires that at the time of the letter incident, my father and uncle were living in Kenton Lane. It is quite clear that this letter, written by a distraught child, is solely responsible for the creation of Kenton and all that has ensued since its conception. <gasps> well, it's good to blame somebody. That may require a, wow. f- a family apology and reparations. I am delving deep into family history. And I'm certain that I will find a shoeless somewhere in there. They did have a pet rabbit. Maybe I'll go down that hole. Keep up the excellent work. You brighten my week more than you realise. Oh, thanks. Jeff, if you are cycling around the Netherlands in the rain, corns would lighten your week, I would imagine. But anyway. Um, yes, so Kenton Lane. Maybe that's where they got the name from. Who knows? That is excellent. Now, Jazz has emailed us again. Just... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. To, you know, drop that in there. He says, it was ecstasy they took the time they almost fell in the duck pond. Was it? Yep. Jolene turned up because of all the noise they were making and promptly sent the boys back to Keeper's Cottage. She took Fallon home to the ball and calmed her down with water and sympathy. The very special K, as Jazza called it, came a little bit later. Oh. Secondly, God, they were naughty. I just wanted to say that I'm totally flummoxed by this week's What the Hell is Happening Here section. Oh. James, you are absolutely brilliant. He is. Mm -hmm. is. And lastly, just to be clear, Jazza is about 38 years old. (laughs) I'm fairly sure of this because he said he was 36 the day after he delivered Martha. That episode in itself was a bit bizarre to record as we did it remotely. Oh, 
And I was in my hometown, other people in London and other people in Bristol. I think that Jazza would have needed arms like Mr. Tickle to deliver that baby. It was very strange. Take oh, care wow. and all the best, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Was, it, was she a COVID baby? I can't even remember. Two I, years ago, then. Yeah, it must have been. End of COVID. Because yeah. they carried on for a long time, didn't they? Because of the... They did, did very reduced close Coming proximity recording. Right. Yeah, right. But oh, I'd cool. have no idea that that had been delivered no, with everybody being no. separate. That was a brilliant episode. It really was. Gosh. Very good, Tharchers. Very good. Thank you, Jazza Ryan. Brilliant. Um, they were naughty though, weren't they? There were a lot of drugs back in the day mm, in Umbridge. So yeah. It's a bit less druggy now, isn't it, yeah. amongst the youngsters? Yeah. Uh, this is from Steve Barry, who says... Uh, firstly, and most, most importantly, I did not hear what started the running joke regarding Harriet and her straddling. <laughs> I have deliberately not rewound the podcast to find out what started this joke, and I'd be most grateful if you could not recap, <laughs> and an old, well, early middle-aged man can be left with his fantasies. <laughs> On the ongoing advert entertainment, we were back to Lucy being cut off mid-sentence, and yes. this week Lucy remarked that she had had an email which cut, with superb timing, to something about her new dark obsession. The voices were not dissimilar and bearing in mind the ongoing Harriet fantasies, I almost had to replace my gentleman's tenor product. Meanwhile, back to the archers. Agree with the Euro bollocks. I am as happy as the next straight middle-aged man to watch the actual show to raise a glass to Sir Terry and laugh at the various acts. I do not, however, need three weeks of the damn thing on the archers. With regards to Rylan, who he calls Ryan, amusingly, <laughs> turning up on his way to Liverpool, I cannot help but notice that he's been there for about four months so far with the various heats and semi-finals. <laughs> Yeah. On another topic, I do think that the scriptwriters are getting real value for money out of Dear Titchinob. Exactly. We have hours of content and they do not have to pay. Poor <laughs> Timothy Watson, a penny, yes, <laughs> is a masterstroke of value for my licence fee. <laughs> um, lastly, you might want to contemplate whether Harriet is still required in your marvellous production since Lucy has branched out into doing accents. I wonder if you could save yes. some money at the very least on the wine budget. <laughs> I've I've noticed that too. Steve. Being very good at accents, Lucy. I just copy you. Steve, we no. have no wine budget, um, sadly. <laughs> if anyone would like to buy us some, that would be great. Um, and also, I can only do joy you're when I'm joy. slightly drunk and if I've just listened to Sarah Millican. Other than, other than that, no, no. you're good at Pat, remember? Do you remember when you did a really good Pat? No, I but just said, you... oh, Helen or something, and it accidentally <laughs> sounded like her. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> It was really not, really not. Um, it was funny that they, because I mean, the BBC as a whole have, uh, I suppose because it's in Liverpool, but Eurovision has been massive, hasn't mm. it, on the BBC generally. But I did find it slightly weird that the coronation, well, the coronation was, wasn't, wasn't really mentioned, was it? <laughs> I mean, no. after it, it. Yeah. No one said, oh, that was a good ceremony or. Did they? I can't remember. Normally they... we have the oldies reminiscing. Yeah, well, usually they ring the church bells, don't mm -hmm. they? Or do oh, Alan, they wheel Alan out for yeah. a prayer, don't they? But it wasn't really no, mentioned. No, because normally you'd have Peggy, because we did that at the Diamond Jubilee. We had Peggy talking about, um, and when the Queen died, we had yeah. they had them talking about that. Maybe they feel that they've done there. Also, they just had Jill and Sykesy doing a slightly, um, you know, dirty, flirty scene. Mm. Maybe they thought it would suddenly be a bit weird to then get jill up yeah doing um I, my allegiance yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't mind it's quite it's quite good in a way isn't it that it's that it's mm. you know that they haven't overdone it 
but in a They've village. They've sort of underdone I mean, you, it. I mean, you'd think there would have been a street party. Mm. Yeah. They from, just didn't from have From one time, national institution to another, you would have thought they'd have made a passing mention. Yes, but they yes. did do the big helping out, didn't yes. they? And Freddie did plant a tree or something. I didn't really understand that bit. No, it's probably magic mushrooms or something. <laughs> um, this is from Gemma Campbell. Uh, she said she's delighted that uh, Cooper is a poodle because she thought he was some sort of spaniel. And a, sp- a poodle is obviously much more producer-like, she says. Yeah, anyway, true. <clears throat> she said, I had a baby seven weeks ago. Oh, And the archers God. and Ambridge on the couch are the only things keeping me half sane throughout the nighttime feeds. So thank oh you much, Lee. Oh, my God. Oh, Gemma, we'll be quiet. Congratulations. Be quiet. Yes, well done. Oh, and I'm all jealous. the hurting will stop soon, honestly. Oh, but you're so lucky. Mm. Even though you don't feel lucky, you yeah. probably feel like shite in the middle of the night yeah. at 2 a.m. and 3 yeah. a.m. And, and you think, oh, you're up again. 4 a.m. Oh, good. Yeah. And the trouble is, nothing's um, nothing's really long enough, is it, for those early feeds that are really, no. really long. I used to watch this brilliant um, show on Netflix called The Letdown, which is Australian. Mm. It is so funny. So, um, Gemma, if you haven't seen it, download it. It's absolutely brilliant. I can recommend you not listening to uh, scary podcasts like um, Uncanny, well, breastfeeding or The Haunted Ones because you jump (laughs) and then the baby goes like a little Yorkshire Terrier on your boob and it doesn't half hurt. Anyway, (laughs) um, she says, bloody Leonard has gone and killed Eddie. I'll make you funny if it's the last thing I do. What's going to happen? One of George's no good ideas goes too far and kills Grandpa Eddie. Poor Freddie, why won't people forget that only a short few years ago he was in prison for drug dealing? Shame on them. Also, did he say, it wasn't even my fault? Um, Whose fault was it? I don't remember anyone else being involved. Also, if the trustees are that involved, why didn't they have an issue with Lizzie hiding the child, hiring the child grooming teacher? Surely with all the school 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 groups they have that should have set alarm bells ringing the (laughs) it wasn't my fault didn't refer to the drug dealing it referred to him slashing the painting or not yeah so that's what he meant um but Gemma's tired fine (laughs) i'm amazed you can type finally ardil there has to be a reason for the dead wife story we obviously know who killed her justin or did he did say he assumed a man so was it a woman was it lillian was it rob rob's not a woman darling you do need to go to bed i think probably Gemma. she does say she's headed this 2 a.m thoughts so she's clearly running on empty Um, oh that horrible feeling when you're up in the night and your brain's going crazy you feel like you're the only person in the world that's up at that time Mm. um she also says if if Rob could come, I literally said Ryland. If Rob could come back to liven up my night feeds even more, that would be fantastic. I don't I, really care if Pat but shoots I don't, him. Wouldn't you be a bit scared? I think I'd be a bit <clears> scared <throat> listening to the Rob and Helen mm. stuff at two a.m. Yeah, because because the Rob stuff is quite creepy. Mm. Well, it's the it's the idea that someone's watching you, isn't it? Yeah, or that mm. he's going to jump out. It's yeah, so scary. It's a it's a yeah waiting for the jump scare thing. I'm at the window. That's Kirsty. <laughs> I don't really care if Pat shoots him, Lee karates him, Tony runs him over with a train or sausage boy bores him to death as long as we get to hear it. I am the manager of a care home and the story about Ben just casually taking Sykesy home to flirt with Jill wouldn't happen. Firstly, conflict of interest and secondly, letting an old man wander around a working farm, although the fact that they could all take the day off to sit and have lemon drizzle cake maybe shows there isn't that much work happening. Not even pre-COVID would it have been allowed, but especially after since even a trip to Tesco has to be risk assessed. (laughs) 
<laughs> Still in love with Brian and happy to move in with him any day now, especially since he started to cook. Blimey, those breastfeeding hormones are really starting to kick in, aren't they? And um, that really is the end. She says, much love from Gemma and Rosha from Northern oh, Ireland. baby Rosha. It's actually oh. spelled R-O-I-S-E. Maybe it's Rosha. Oh. Rosha. No, Rosha. It's an Irish name. Yeah. And she said, uh, from Northern Ireland, she said, I look forward to hearing you both pronounce her name as her 97-year-old oh. great granny has given up and just calls her the baby. <laughs> Maybe it's Ro- Rosha like Rasheen. No, she says it's pronounced Rosha as in John. And Ferrero. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's Roche. Roche. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'm, I'll be like the granny. Ro- Roche, darling. Roche, Roche, Just the bit. Oh, the baby's lovely. <laughs> um. Uh, Neil Gagan says, I've been meaning to say this for weeks, but now that actual Jazza is on board, it seems more relevant. In all the fuss about who would be his best man, wasn't Jalla, Jalla, wasn't Jazza Fallon's man of honour when she married Harassment? Seems weird that she hasn't even been mentioned. Oh, yeah. Anyway, keep up the good work. P.S. How long are we giving it before Lizzie is straddling Brandon in the orangery <laughs> while he plays Welcome to the Jungle on his electric guitar? Oh, God. <laughs> Quite a few decades, I hope, before I experience that. Oh, my that God. Meal. Brandon was awful. He really was. What a knobber. I do. Uh, I <coughs> pro- I am into prog. Oh, you never told me you play the guitar, Brandon. <laughs> Yeah, I love to uh, get my uh, strings out, Lizzie. You should come and see us sometime. Yeah, I'd love to see you up on stage. And do you um wear clothes? <laughs> oh, have, you, have you gone? No, I haven't. <laughs> um, Sorry, uh, I was just just you know just fantasizing about it, obviously. <laughs> Uh, no, because Brandon practicing was... for our erotic version, aren't you? <laughs> exactly. Maybe we could do an X-rated one just for Patreons. <laughs> but as most of our Patreons are women, I'm not sure that would... Mm, mm. Also, I'm not sure how erotic the content would be. No. I think more sort of cringe-worthy yes. would probably be. Yes. <laughs> more <laughs> awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> Slightly icky. Um... Uh, she says she has this was uh, Patricia yeah she said um, thank you to Harriet for the voices that you delivered for our Patreon each thingy pleasure she said I've only just listened to Shambridge's entitled Innings from 30th of May 2017 oh yeah it was set at the single wicket she oh, includes yeah. a few lines for Rua Rua Ri anyway oh, yeah. it sounded predictively what Chelsea's voice is all these years later oh Mm. Oh, did I do it as Rory? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I would have done that sort yeah. of voice, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I put Rory in it. She said, uh, she's headed this way. She's written us lots of emails um, as she thought of things. Um, she said, I'm beginning, this one's called Rob Watch. She said, I'm beginning to understand in a small way how Helen feels. My habit is generally to listen to episodes in bunches of two or three. But the past few weeks, I've rushed to download each episode so I can listen during the last dog walk of the day. I'm anxious for Helen and her family. We listen for clues. We make up spurious plot predictions. Yeah. We demand answers. It would be very draining for any real person involved in this scenario. But why did Krusty have to go outside to investigate what Jack had seen? They have CCTV. That is all. That is very true, Patricia. Mm. They do because they made a massive point about telling us that, didn't they? But it is clever, isn't it? They are making us yeah. it's all on edge, yeah. which is... 
Yeah. Which is, yeah, making us understand how jittery Helen's feeling. Yeah. She said, I've enjoyed The Archers more this week. Very good script writing and acting. It's been so enjoyable to have oh, Freddie and Ardell's individual stories develop yeah. very emotionally in different ways. They pack so much into such a short episode each day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's, yeah, it's been brilliant this week. Yes. Applause, applause. That's why they couldn't get the coronation in. There's too much <laughs> else going on. Um, Joe O'Leary, fresh from Eurovision, where um, the Everett's uh, attended. Uh, they dressed did, as Ian. Did people Ian. dress up? Yep, they dressed as Ian. <laughs> so th- this was Claire Everett and... Um, and uh, Dan, and they dressed in jazzy fleeces. <laughs> um, <clears throat> she said, "Do's point for Febreze and the Eurovision evening. Thank you. She says, good evening, bonsoir, guten Abend. Seriously hoping that was Rob calling Helen, desperately needing some excitement after the tedium of Ryland's visit, the Eurovision shenanigans, and the Coronation Illumination. If not, I'll have to take a trip to Stevenage High Street. <laughs> Sounds like where that's all the action is. I was clearly zoning out as I thought Mick was Leonard. It's been a very yes, long week. Yes, I did. I, did. <coughs> I thought, huh? Leonard sounds yeah. different. Took me a while. Here's to a Croatian triumph at Eurovision, she says. And Ellen Milton says, just back from Lidl, where I realised that Harriet is missing a trick. <laughs> Announcements here in Wales are in both languages. Harriet's oh. are in English and another lovely voice reads the Welsh version. Oh. If you learn Welsh with Lucy, Harriet, you can do both. Double bubble. Clackerart. Lidl. <laughs> is, that a, is that a word? <laughs> no. 38p. <laughs> 38p. Garadada lemons. Coffee waffy. <laughs> Sorry, Wales. Sorry. 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 Sorry, I'm trying. Come back, David. Sorry. Um, loved Ryland binning off Linda and Brookfield to crash in Joy's spare room. You were right. Yeah. She always has a spare bed made up just in case. I'd definitely opt to stay with Joy if I had to visit Me Ambridge. Too. We'd just have to make sure to avoid bumping into Helen while I was there. <laughs> Love your podcast. It's the real reason I listen to The Archers. <laughs> Thank you, Helen. <laughs> yeah, because you'd rather stay at Joy's because yeah. imagine having to have breakf- breakfast with Linda. Yeah. Oh, God. With Joy, at least, you know, you know what you're getting with Joy. She'd be chatty, wouldn't she? But actually, Joy is quite sensitive. Yeah. I think she'd know when to leave you alone. Yeah. Yes, she would. And she wouldn't tell you breakfast is at da-da-da. No, She'd no. just make it wherever or she'd yeah. just leave everything out for you or yeah. whatever. Oh, bless her. Yeah. She's I wonder lovely. if she puts a bottle of fizzy water next to your bed. <laughs> That's what my granny used to do. Oh, oh it was so nice. I, yeah. When I'm a granny, I'm going to do that. Yeah. When my sort of young adult grandkids come to stay. Yes. I'm going to put a fizzy water bottle next to their bed. Because <laughs> it feels like luxury when you're yeah. 17. Yeah. No, it does. I agree. Um, if I go to super posh hotels. Yeah. I always... Nickel they, the stuff. They, no. Oh. They say, you know, do you want... The, do you want the turn down service in a kind of, why would you? And I always go, yes. Yeah. Because it's like someone else has tied it up. Oh, They've yeah. tied it up all my mess. And now look, and there's a little chocolate or a, you yes. know, something or other. What's the point in staying in a hotel if mm. you don't, uh, I said an hotel. <laughs> like an I'm, hotel. Like I'm from the 20s. <laughs> an hotel. If you don't get the service, what, where they turn down your iodine. Yes. Yes, love that. Yeah. The one that um, I stayed in on Jersey with Jeff, they left a little bottle of lavender pillow spray. Oh, lovely, yeah. Lucy. It's really nice. Because what's annoying now because of what of climate change and that 
is that you can't have like new towels all the time. No, they make you feel right guilty if you have them. I know, like you have to use it for like two nights and same towel and they they do it like really passive aggressive so they say right we're trying to lower our climate whatever it is and if you absolutely are such a flipping diva that you demand (laughs) a new towel then put your old ones in the bath and i suppose (laughs) we'll give you a new one i know but you would never dare would you no they just i'm sorry for the climate you put your towels in the bath they just come and spit on your pillow yes yeah no lavender yeah. spray for you. No, no. You want <laughs> lavender spray? Here's lavender spray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <sighs> um, oh, the happy days when we didn't know that smoking killed us and <laughs> we didn't realise that I the know. earth was burning. Anyway, on that happy note, um, where do we need to go? Oh, yes, we need, it's not February's this week, it is business Business. This oh, week yeah. is all about the business. The business. The damn it, Marjorie, business. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, how business works. Will be, yes, how business works in Ambridge. Uh, and that will be happening now. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the pitch meeting for the electric charging station site, which will no doubt be shelved the second the digging starts and we immediately uncover a Roman temple or some obscure newts. However, for now, we'll pretend this is all going ahead. We're Damara Capital and I'm Jamie. This is Jamie, 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 Angus and Jamie. So what we're looking for are ideas that really push the commercial envelope, take it to the bleeding edge of rural, social enterprise where innovation meets artisanal commerciality. We want to know the narrative, really get a feel for how you're going to utilise the space and going forward, move the needle. Now we haven't had eyes on your project so far, so talk us through. This is very much blue sky at the moment. You're not kidding, it's just a field. And some sheds. Artisan units, yeah. Do you have a deck you can share, a business plan? I don't think you get how things work around here, Jamie. Uh, First of all, what sort of investor are you? Are you the Oliver sort or the Justin sort? Because Justin just turns up with an Underwoods bag full of fifties and if you offer to say something nice about him, he gives you the money. I mean, it's not guaranteed. Sometimes he suddenly gets a bee in his bonnet and you won't get a penny. But if you hang about for long enough, your name will come up sooner or later. Now, Oliver, he's a different proposition. He's more your Dickensian philanthropist. He'll randomly hand out five grand to any little scrote if he thinks he's saving your soul. Oh, there's also the Peggy Woolly sort, but that kind of depends on her dying, so that's a bit more tricky to predict. Well, I had no idea there were so many venture capital outfits in such a small space. Of course there are, Jamie, otherwise nothing would get done. Most of our ideas are crackpot knee-jerk nonsense, thought up mid-conversation. No bank would touch them. That's why we have our own private business financing regulations. Money has no meaning for us here, really. Largely because we'll never specify exactly how much anything costs. Right, I see. I sort of thought you might be, you know, grateful for some capital investment in the village. Give over. Who's got time to dick about with spreadsheets? This is more a sort of raffle arrangement. Suits us down to the ground. So it's free money? 
Well, kind of. We very rarely have contracts because we only have one solicitor and she just specialises in the repatriation of guinea pigs. If you're lucky, it just sort of gets handed to you. Tom got God knows how much off Brian Aldrich for making sausages and now he spends his whole time gift-wrapping spring onions and never mentions Maurice. Phoebe got given a wedge by Peggy and all she had to do was not weed. And look at Bridge Farm. I'm on the verge of convincing Tony to give me 12 grand to build a swimming pool. As I've told him, you can play water polo with leaks. We've got to get the money from somewhere. Monsanto still haven't come back to us about the girls' advertising deal yet. So in short, Jamie, unless you are willing to just fork over a couple of grand for no business plan, no financial predictions and no intention of putting anything before a solicitor or even in writing, then you've got no chance here, I'd say. But thanks for coming. See yourselves out. Bye. Right, let's book myself in for a hair appointment. Chelsea, have you got time to do a half head of highlights? Usual charge, £750? Righto. Thank you very much, Jeff and Harriet. Yay. And uh, what else do we need to say? Because I haven't got the script. Do you have? Um, would anybody be really nice and just put a couple of really nice reviews up on our thing? Oh, yeah. Because I went to check out <laughs> the five star reviews. You and were to a get, bit I went sad, to go and get you? a little warm glow in my heart, Lucy. And what did you get? A kick in the crotch. <laughs> okay got a kick in the fucking balls uh that we had two one star <laughs> saying how shit we are which is all very well it's you know fair's fair but just if you don't like the podcast just don't listen yeah it's not for you but do us a favor and don't because because you know, we don't charge you to listen and... But anybody that's got this far isn't going to be leading, leaving us a horrid review. But I just don't really understand about horror. Why would you... Li- I if I listen to a podcast I hate, I just wouldn't listen to it. I mm. just, I wouldn't bother with the review. Who's got the time? Well, I mean, why, why... I mean, you know, I, it shouldn't get my goat. But it did upset me because I just thought... Well, especially as what they said it kind of wasn't... I mean, there are. Don't get us wrong. I know it made me feel really bad because I thought there are a thousand things you can have a go at us about, but but I'm not sure that the thing that they had to go at us about was true. (laughs) Well, they said we were very negative about the archers and constantly slagging it off. And why did they think we listen? As we constantly reiterate as well, we, we the fact that we love the archers goes without saying we wouldn't listen every day (laughs) we'd be doing a podcast podcast. about something else (laughs) but it's it's like talking about your family you have to be able to you know you take the piss out of things you love exactly so you know (laughs) i'm over it lucy (laughs) it upset me i was having a you know difficult week and i just thought oh that's such a shame yeah and do you know what though I then felt really bad because I'd gone on Amazon and written a bad review about a product that I'd bought, which was shit. It just fell apart as soon as it arrived. But then I thought the review I wrote didn't make me feel better. It made me feel worse. Mm. So, guys, it's just never worth it, really, is it? 
Um, so I feel bad because I wrote a bad review about a stupid hula hoop that fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it is neither hula nor hoop. She wrote. <laughs> it fell apart. I said, I opened the box. It just broke. <laughs> I also bought a toaster from John Lewis this week. And admittedly, it was the everyday toaster and it was 20 quid. But I plugged it in and I pushed the thing down and, the, and it immediately snapped off. No. Yes. I mean, I just... That's it was, terrible. I know. It was the John Lewis Basics range. But still, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. You pay your money, you take your choice. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just return it to the shop Lucy I'm not going to write a bad review no. because it would have been a one-off yes anyway if anybody would just like to just hide those reviews for us by just or even writing... review John Lewis toasters it's fine <laughs> <laughs> do what makes just you happy do a review about whatever you like <laughs> even if you hate it just give it more stars than one yeah. it doesn't have to be five it can be three yeah. But we just need to get our... Every one-star review really damages our mm. overall rating, doesn't it? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I'm really sorry if we offended anybody. But, um, you know, just don't listen. <laughs> if you don't like it. <laughs> As they used else. to say on Why Don't You, just turn off your TV and go out and do something <laughs> less boring instead. Read That's a book. Doesn't. Yeah, I've, I'm listening to. Um, have I bored you on about this already? Pride and Prejudice, read by Rosamund Pike. Oh, lovely! Oh, I'm listening God. to her. Oh, are you? She's yeah, amazing. I'm listening to her do a podcast oh, about the new spies. One. Yeah. Oh, is it really good? It's on really good. Yeah, <gasps> she's just a, great. Is it a drama? Or no, is it, it oh, is okay. real. What but it's like a true really crime happen? thing. No, it's about spies. It's about uh, an Amer- a Russian couple that lived for 15 years in the States oh. as total Americans and nobody had any oh, idea. Oh, right. But she's yeah. presenting yes. the documentary. Oh, very cool. Okay, <clears> yeah. <throat> I'm going to listen to that next. Yeah. But annoyingly, I've got to the bit, I'm just so nearly at the end of it and I can't bear it. I keep having to rewind it because I can't bear <laughs> for the story. It, Lizzie and Darcy, Lucy have nearly oh. got together and then it's all going to be over. My favourite bit is when Lizzie has a massive bash at Lady What's-Her-Face. Oh, my, yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. I love that bit. I love There's it. certain bits of books that I read when I want to get myself all het up so I can go off and have a Barney at somebody. And that's one of those bits where I need to feel brave when I listen to that. I'm going to be like Elizabeth Bennet yes. confronting Lady Catherine de Bourgh. And also when, um, uh, I was talking about this with Nan this week. Um, when, um, really Lu- Nan? Yeah, my friend Nan. Who oh, listens. I was going to um, say, I didn't know you had a granny. <coughs> um, She's Nan. Uh, who, um, when uh, Lucia has a pop at everybody that's been having a go at her in Tilling and she just (laughs) knocks them down like skittles outside uh, church on Sunday morning. It's brilliant. Yes. (sighs) Anyway, sorry, rant over. No, we haven't done. We haven't done. What the hell is happening here? (gasps) Oh my God, I can't believe we missed it. We haven't missed it. It's still here. Right. So sorry. <coughs> sorry about the coughing, Jack. That's literally the best part of the show. Okay, now. we've actually got two. We've got a very short one. Okay. James, well, I want us to guess. Yeah. Who this, he says, this is Ambridge's entrance to Eurovision, and you've got to guess who it is, right? Okay. Ready? Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> who was that? Uh, so hard. Was it someone you wouldn't guess? Yes. Was it Lillian? No. Nope. So we leave it for the ladies and gentlemen. Oh, at can home. you just play it? What? But can you play it one more time? Ooh, and then we'll I don't leave know it. if it will start from the beginning again. And if it doesn't, then I've given it away. All right, I'll see. But I might okay. have to edit this bit out. Okay. Am I allowed to have another guess or should we leave it? Yes, you can have one more guess. Clary. Nope. Oh. Right. Literally no idea. Okay. Right, this is the real, the other, what the hell is happening here. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Really do need to keep more likely avenues open, Jill. You saying I can't deliver a clan chief? I'm flaky or something? I think the term shanta fits. I heard that. What have you got against the Scots? Nothing. <laughs> You've been slagging this idea from the beginning. You're just racist. <gasps> that is an outrageous suggestion. Take it back immediately. Thank you. Uh, thank you both. I think now might be a good idea to break for a cup of coffee. <laughs> so what was that? <laughs> I have got no idea. But it was obviously a while ago. Yep. Ten years plus. Mm-hmm. Is it something to do with Burns Night? No. Well, I don't know. He hasn't given me the answer. Oh. He doesn't allow me to have the answer because he can't Ooh. trust me till next week. Yeah, yeah, because I would just wheedle it out of you. Yes, you would. I would threaten to make more sex noises, and, uh, as he told me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. well, Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I just don't know. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Well, have a think, love. Okay. Um. Uh, oh, we've done all that. We've done the review stuff. You can Patreon yeah. us. Then you can come to things like Bonkers so. Eurovision things and yeah. watch Jeff trying to read <laughs> scripts through false eyelashes. Um, <laughs> and that's it then. That's and it. We, this is, we've had a very jazz heavy week this week, happily. <laughs> um, jazz <Jazzer> heavy. <laughs> because he came to uh, our Patreon thing and he's emailed us Yay. and our thing the, the what the hell is happening here involved him and so this as a thank you to him from matt matt has done a scottish classic has reworked uh the skyboat song oh i love the incorporating the archers theme in tribute <laughs> to jazza and ryan so oh. thank you so much ryan for um supporting us it is very 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 gratefully yes. received yes. you are lovely Oh. Okay, so I play it. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear. Yeah.
lovely. Oh, it's so beautiful, Lucy. It's right sent, right sent me to dreamy land. <laughs> <laughs> Did you listen to your uncle? In um, the, Ian. Um, Ian, yeah. Uncle Ian, when, Uncle he, Ian. when he went to get House of Fleet. Yes, because one of the actors sounded exactly like that voice. Because she was playing a little girl. Oh, we, that's right. We Monica or something. We Mo- and they always sound like 40-year-old women. <laughs> but that was the funny episode, wasn't it? When I can't remember which Lord Whimsy it is. Yeah, he goes to Gatehouse of Fleet and they've all got completely different accents. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, Morning, Whimsy. And you think, oh, you sound very Scottish. Yeah. And a very Scottish person is <laughs> kind of have a keep of tie for me tie, woman. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel <coughs> sort of pleased what? that we don't live in those days anymore. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. That was beautiful, Matt. Matt. Lovely. Lovely. I'm going to go to sleep with that tonight. Yes. Right. I shall play us out with that and I will go off and have some coffee. Gemma, and, and, don't yes. fall asleep. Yes. Don't wake up, Gemma. Yeah. Because you need, don't fall asleep with the baby on you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it might feel like a good idea to just have a sleep where you are, but you'll wake up in three hours' time with one shoulder completely welded into place, dribble all down the side of your mouth, one eye stuck together, and the baby will be hungry again. So just go back to bed now. Now, now, now. Good, good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Shh. Shh. Shut the door quietly. Will do. Bye. I'm going to go find a duvet. Okay. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.